Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Right now, we're joined by good friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show, Craig Gottwals. Craig, the healthcare guru, attorney at law, benefits expert, uh, about the the sixty minutes slash Washington Post story slash virtually everybody reporting on the generic drug cartel deal. The uh, overpricing of generic drugs as the big drug manufacturers were working with each other to screw you and me. Craig joins us. Hello, Craig. How are you, sir? I'm well. How are you, gentlemen? Terrific. Is this one of those deals where you were watching 60 Minutes and screaming at your TV, or did they mostly get it right? No, you know, I, both the Washington Post and 60 Minutes generally got this one right, but they don't. They don't understand exactly why. And you then when I was when I was listening to your interview yesterday on the radio, and you listened to Armstrong started, Getty, that those idiots they have no, no idea what they're talking about. Screaming. Well, because you actually, I think one of you asked the question. One of you said. Why 2012 and what what happened and and he you know his his answer was legitimate in that well Medicare and Medicaid are the largest purchasers of healthcare and they move incredibly slow and they're not good at catching fraud which was accurate but there was something far more insidious going on that um, I didn't expect your reporter to know but okay that's so this this is reading. why all of a sudden in 2012 <laughs> these companies started rigging the market to raise the prices on generic drugs just because they wanted to make more money why did it happen then. Well, it happened in 2012, and, and more importantly, the reason it started to not be caught in 2012 was, if you will recall, um, we had a small little 2,400-page, 40,000-page regulation federal law that mainly took effect in 2012. We affectionately call that Obamacare, hence the artist that used to be known as Craig the Obamacare lawyer. Right. Um, <laughs> deep within, that's right, deep within darkest, dankest Obamacare is a price control mechanism. 
It's referred to as the medical loss ratio mandate or MLR mandate. And what that says in effect is if an insurance carrier takes $100 from you, they have to spend 85 of those dollars on medical claims and they only get to keep 15% of those dollars to pay their expenses and their profit margin. So it's a price control mechanism, okay? And in the past, prior to Obamacare, insurance carriers used to care about keeping costs down because the lower they kept costs, the more profit they can they could keep, the more they could compete on price with their competitors. However, once you put this MLR mandate in, they're handcuffed. It's basically so simple as to say, whatever you think this customer's claims are going to be next year, you price their premium as 15% more than claims, and all you can keep is 15%. And, oh, by the way, if you screw up and you actually end up keeping 17%, you have to rebate 2% back to the policyholders. So it's nothing but a price control mechanism. Now, if you tell your child you're only allowed 30% of a bowl of ice cream, are they going to reach for the large bowl or the small bowl? Right. Go on. They're they're going to grab for the large bowl, right? So there is an incentive to spend more? It's It's an incentive for the insurance carriers to look the other way when claims are higher because they're only going to get to keep 15% more than claims. Gotcha. So if claims is a bigger number, they're cool with it. So, so my, starting in 20... Go well, ahead. Well, I, I was going to say, so is this a... Um, the people who wrote Obamacare, did they know this was going to happen and they were paid off or cool with it? Or is this just one of those unintended consequences? We thought we fixed oh, the world and oh, we yeah, just no. weren't this, smart enough to figure out how we were going to get gamed. Oh, that's it. But it's absolutely the latter. This is a no good deed goes unpunished. Anybody who tries mm. to create a utopia in heaven on earth always screws up. Well, and this and is... This Go ahead. It. Finish your, your thought. Well, this is it. I mean, if you, 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 when this first came out, a lot of us even thought, well, that's not a bad idea to keep, you know, make sure that insurance companies aren't those evil insurance companies aren't profiting more than they should. But what happened was the unintended consequence was, oh, OK, well, then we don't really care about fraud or customer service or errors or high claims. So whereby prior to 2012, you would have had insurance carriers screaming at the top of their lungs, if they saw drug manufacturers quintupling the price of a, of a generic drug overnight, after 2012, insurance companies really didn't care. In fact, some of them might have saw it and thought, that's fine. We can just price that much higher that, on our premium. That is now. clearly a key, if not the key part of this whole story. Absolutely. But it wasn't comfortable for the left-leaning reporters to dive into that, or par- perhaps they just didn't know. But yeah, obviously, so the insurance companies are thinking, great. We get 15% of a much larger number. Sure. Right. So exactly. we'll just raise our premiums. Yeah, go ahead and jam, right. jam people all you want. We get more money that way. Craig Godwalls is Craig, guy. the healthcare guru. This is a, a perfect time to reintroduce to folks who, who aren't familiar with it the term rent-seeking, which is when you get government involved in all these things, and these bureaucrats think they're so clever, and they try to build their utopia through thousands of pages long legislation, the experts go to work, and between 15 minutes and six months later, they figure out how to game the system. So instead of spending their time and energy to innovate, to better serve their customers, to do their jobs better, they spend their time and energy figuring out how to game the system and how to rip off the government. You, you see it in uh, folks who came over from the Soviet Union. They are so good at gaming the system because that was the most important life skill. Yeah, that's well said. That's exactly right. 
and and on the drug. So this is carriers, right? So so you know, you say, well, who should have seen this? You guys asked the question. Well, carriers would have seen this, but see, now you created a system where carriers don't care. Now, even more insidious, you probably had very very smart generic drug manufacturers pouring through Obamacare and realizing, wait a minute, carriers aren't going to be as sensitive when we increase prices because that just means their profits can go up too. So. I don't think it's any accident that this all started in 2012. Yeah, and obviously, the like, the first time you raised prices and nobody said anything, and then you all got together and raised prices again even further and nobody said anything, pretty soon you caught on, hey, we there's no market force stopping us from doing this. No market force or legal force stopping us from doing That's this. That's right. So what do, you expect to ha- this. what do you expect to happen now? I mean, now that the jig is up, if this lawsuit ends up ending up, the right way will generic drug prices just collapse overnight because i mean they they jammed them up for no reason other than pure profit yeah they're going to drop they're going to drop precipitously jack I, I i heard your frustration with that question yesterday too and the only the only mechanism in place that would that would cause them to maybe not drop as dramatically as we would like is that um Drug prices in general are the fastest growing component of healthcare prices, so they're going up at twenty to twenty five percent per year. Oh my generics God. aren't that yeah, generics aren't quite that bad. They're more like ten percent per year. So if we've got an inflation effect, a natural inflation effect of ten percent per year going back to twenty twelve, when when now seven years sure. later we drop right. those prices, we're not gonna drop them as low as they were in twenty twelve, but right. maybe, you know, halfway back kind of thing. So listen, we're we're run, running out of time, but let's spend like sixty seconds on this because I have a feeling you're familiar with this. I just became hip to it when I can't remember a listener or somebody pointed it out to us that one of the reasons uh a drunk uh, drug company gets exciting new approval that uh, for instance, you know, we'll call it uh uh, you know, Armstrong and Gettyesia, which has been a baldness uh, treatment, turns out it helps with dry eyes. It increases the tearing of your eyes. So they've sought FDA approval as a dry eye remedy. That's to keep it from going generic. I didn't know That's that. That's right. If they... If they can, yeah. If they can discover another valid purpose for that drug, they can they can gain another allotment of whatever it is, six to eight years, where they can keep it as a brand name drug under that purpose as well. Now, yeah. And so I could see as a drug company, and they're way ahead of me on this. Obviously, they do it for a living. But identifying a side effect that some people might want it gives you uh, it gives you hives. Some people like hives. Right. It gives you severe <laughs> headaches. What if you've never had a headache and you wonder what are they like? I want my rube holler highs, Jack. Right, exactly. So, uh, Craig, the healthcare guru, Craig Gottwalls, if you need help with benefits for your uh, largest company, is happy to help you out uh, at uh, what a benefit underscore dash revolution revolution dash revolution dash revolution dot com. That's the one. I'm I'm sure of it. Or just email us. We'll put you in touch. Craig, it's always enlightening. Thanks, bud. Thank you, gentlemen. We'll talk to you later. Wow. So drugs, even on their own, are going up twenty to twenty five percent per year. That's incredible. There are just so many examples of these well-meaning government policies that are going to rein in these big, mean corporations, but they find their way around it moments later. But those laws, with all their unintended consequences and their costs and their restrictions on freedom, they stick around forever. You know, there there are solutions to America's health care problems. Gigantic, one-size-fits-all-ish legislation, that's not it. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.